0: Welcome to Digital Citizenship in a Digital World podcast. I'm Angela Peters and I'm your host. My purpose of this podcast is to talk things tech-related, online privacy, digital wellness, copyright-related, digital storage, and how to behave and interact in a digital world. So let's get started. Welcome back everyone for another episode of Digital Citizenship in a Digital World. Today we are going to be talking about summer virtual programming and ideas. First off, K-12, like kindergarten through 12th grade, and college university students are getting out for the summer, which is really exciting time of year for kids and teens you know, and college students who don't need to take classes. Anyways, so college and K-12 students are getting out for the summer from school, and lots of these kids and college students need something fun to do. Since most of them won't have classes to take, especially K-12 students, K-12, through with us still being in a pandemic in a sense, I think a lot of people are still want to social distance a little bit, and maybe it might be confined to their house, possibly, unknown. I mean, the pandemic is fading out, but you never know with some parents. But this episode, we are going to be diving into social virtual programming ideas and activities. So, first off, what and where besides your local library do virtual pro do virtual programming and where and why where is virtual programming offered so let me say that again where besides your local library offers virtual programming in the summer libraries often have summer reading programs which is when the libraries are encouraging kids to read So they don't lack their reading skills before going back to school in August. I mean, which I'm really glad the libraries are doing summer reading. Because, you know, some are like, oh, we're just going to do this and this, watch TV. And then we go back in August and they lack concentration. So, anyways... Check your local libraries for virtual book clubs and other activities virtually. So, anyways, based on what I said, check your local libraries for virtual summer programming, even book clubs or, you know, book talks of what you've read, etc., Also, there are websites and companies that offer virtual programming in the summer months. Virtual programming plays a huge impact because it gets kids to socialize and helps them social distance, especially during the pandemic. At this time, I'm going to give you guys a list of websites and companies that offer virtual programming for kids and teens especially during the summer months, and even some is offered year-round. So, anyways, I'm going to go off this list and give you guys resources for virtual programming for kids and teens, especially. Number one, ding, 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 ID Tech. And it's a website and company for kids and teens to do virtual tech classes and workshops to learn things tech-related. Basically, it's a really good resource. You know, a lot of kids and teens, as the digital world is growing, you know, people want to learn tech stuff. And tech jobs, when kids get older, you know, are going to be growing immensely. So, if kids want to get into the tech field when they get older... They should take tech classes at ID Tech. Number two, ding, 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 ding. Local libraries for virtual clubs, i.e. book clubs and summer reading program activities, online or not, either online most of it, or they may have face-to-face. Local libraries are a good resource to do virtual programming. First off, the most important thing about doing virtual programming at your local library in the summer and year-round, really, it's free. You don't have to pay anything to do a club at your local library, which I think is amazing. So, number three, ding, 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 kids for coding, a virtual or face-to-face programming for ages 7 to 16 years of age to learn how to code. Very good resource. You know, it's a good you can do a lot of coding for this and this would be good for kids that want to get into coding, they're out of school for the summer, but and they don't want to do face-to-face cuz maybe they're high risk or something and they want to do a virtual program. Kids for coding is a good program to sign kids up for to learn how to code. Number four. Ding 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 you create.org. It's a website and company that teaches classes online and or face to face how to be created be creative in their whatever. So basically .org is a website and company that teaches classes online and are face-to-face on creative things. They have classes such as video game design class, 3D am- amination, 2D amination, drawing classes, fashion design classes, filmmaking, graphic design, and illustration, and that's all you can... And and not only and that's all they offer, but you can enroll all year wrong. So that is a really good resource. Number five, is it? Let me check. We're on number four. Number five. Ding, 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 ding. Last but not least, there is another program, a coding program called Girls Who Code. It is a place online and possibly on campus for girls only. You probably have to be like ages nine to 18 cause it's grades three to 12 to learn how to code. And first off, this is starting to get known because girls who code are publishing books based on that. So this is a really good resource, so. To conclude this episode, these five resources I gave you are amazing resources, especially for kids and teens who need something to do in the summer when classes are not in session. Just remember to keep your kids busy and occupied. Not only kids and teens can stay busy, but they can socialize, socially interact face-to-face or virtually, like on video chat in a digital world. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I'm your host, Angela Peters, and thank you for tuning in to Digital Citizenship in a Digital World. We'll see you next time.